What's good, everybody? This is the one and only T Quest, and you are tuned into the T Quest Show with DJ El Nino. The T Quest Show with DJ El Nino, relatable, formative, yet entertaining. If you think you can handle being a guest on the show, contact us today. We've interviewed independent artists to mainstream, regular folk to celebrities. You never know who's gonna be our special guest. And one day it may just be you. Follow us on all social media platforms at TQuest GLM and DJ El Nino. El Nino. El Nino. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey you. Me? Yes, you. What up? Are you ready to take your brand to the next level? Hell yeah. GLM Designs can help you with just that. Word? From laptop skins. You want Promotional flyers. Yo, son. Promo videos. I need that. OBS switch overlays and backgrounds. Hey, yo, let me get that. Professional one sheets and so much more. Oh, my God. Please visit our website. I'm today to check out our designs. Get it. Follow us on social media at Gotta Love Me World. Follow it. GLM Designs are here to take care of all your graphic needs. That's right. We are here to take care of all your graphic needs or whatever you may need because at the end of the day, we have to be here for one another. So if you are an artist, an entrepreneur, a DJ, a break dancer or whatever if you're trying to get into this music industry or entrepreneurship you know you can contact us for only a phone call an email a text away like i said you can follow me at tquest glm and dj nino at dj nino of course at the tquest show i want to say shout out to everyone that is tuned in either live on facebook and YouTube or on the 20 plus streaming platforms or on the 20 plus syndicated radio station that we are on. There's always a different way to check out the Tequa show with DJ El Nino. We want to make sure we have as many platforms to hit as many listeners and many viewers because this show is a show that is for everyone. You never know who's going to be our special guest. You never know the story they're going to tell because like I always say, everyone has a story. Everyone has their own journey and having their own walks of life. And it's always curious to dive deep into their lives and situations. Yes, we do have <laughs> social media and, you know, shows online that's, you know, supposed to be reality. But there's nothing like real people doing real things, not scripted, not edited, because you already know being a guest of the show or being a viewer Everyone has an interesting story. I'm super excited about today's guest. Yes, I read up on him a little bit because that's what we do here on the Tico Show with DJ Nino. And I am super excited just to dive right on in. So I'm going to bring him on and he's going to let you know who he is and where he's from. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, T-Quest El Nino. Thank you so much. My name is Azriel DiCaprio. 
Raw Deal Squad Entertainment is in the building. I'm from Philadelphia. Glad to be okay, here. Okay, Philly. All right. Well, currently we reside in Florida, but Nino and myself is actually from up top. I'm originally from Connecticut, and he's originally from Jersey. Okay. You know? Okay. Jersey in the building, Connecticut in the building. You already know. Which, which, uh, which part of Connecticut? Well, I'm from the Valley. But most people are <laughs> most people are familiarized with a probably Bridgeport, Waterbury, New Haven. Yeah. So it's like the nuclear, right in the middle. That's where the valley is. Booze, you don't know where the valley is. Get out of here with that. <laughs> don't nobody know where that is. They may not know where the valley is, but everybody know me. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, all right. And, and that's all that matters, right? That's all that matters. Yeah, and okay. just like <clears throat> Jersey... You know, Jersey, Jersey, that's right. For some odd reason, a lot of his stories is always. You know, when I was in Philly, I used to do this in Philly that, yeah, and Philly that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, now I'm coming in early just because. <laughs> you know, you will not disgrace Jersey, all right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Philly was about, about I was in from, from Lang City, so that's about an hour away. So, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, so. So, I did, I, did a lot of, I did a lot of things in Philly, man. Yeah. Nah, man. Hmm. Uh, Jer- Jer- Jersey is extended Philly fam, so no. no facts, yeah, yeah, yeah that's we what it is. We don't, we, don't, we don't take no Jersey disrespect. Yeah, facts, yeah. yeah. All right, you guys. Anyways, um, no, I'm like- <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me let me ask you a quick question. You know what I mean? Um, your name. Explain it to me. Explain the origins. Explain. You know, talk to me about that. All right. So, long story less long. Um, when I was coming up, I used to battle a lot. So I had a reputation in college for battling and they would say, yo, the boy kill everything. So I kind of jokingly took on the name death for cypher for ciphers. And as I grew older, I didn't want to call, I didn't want to call myself death anymore. So I changed it to Azrael. Right. Right. You know, because words are incantations. You don't want to put that out there, but Azrael is the angel of death in Islam, but it's also um, Bruce Wayne's replacement when Bruce Wayne got uh, his back broken in Batman, Azrael was the person who took on the role of Batman while Bruce Wayne recovered. So it was kind of like an homage to that as well. And then DiCaprio, um, to be honest, Leonardo DiCaprio is one of my favorite actors, so I just felt like it fit. That is snatch. Give me that. <laughs> 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 give me that. Give me that. Oh, man, all right. all right, I like that. So, so you was in your bar bag. You, you, you was in your battle scene back in the day. Talk to me about that. Yeah, like not like nothing too crazy, but um, as a as a kid, like I, I just really took the hip hop, and um, I'm sure we'll, we might talk about this a little bit, but um, I was born with cerebral palsy, so okay. that as I as I grew up with that, it's a chip on my shoulder. So hip hop kind of helped me find my voice and I always rap aggressively and it would always kind of shock people because they're looking at okay. the outward appearance and seeing that I rap well. So, you know, whenever there was a cypher, they would always come get me. Not saying I'm the nicest, but you know, for the I guess for the showman aspect of it, okay. um, I always try to show up and I always try to make sure that I, even if you rap better than me, you would always remember me. So you saying you was catching some of them folks sleeping? That's that's what it sounded like to me. They like nah, this dude. Yeah, you yeah, come yeah, yeah. To death. 
Yeah, I understand yeah, that, but yeah, I understand yeah, very, that. very much so, very much so. I don't want to toot my own horn, but you know, I, I'm no, I'm no slouch. <laughs> no slouch, okay. No slouch. So, so from though, talk, talk to me about you know, you know what? Um, let me let me ask you one more question about the battle raps, yeah. and then I'll let you yeah. guys get into the you know the more serious things. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, my question is, you know, coming from where you came from, you know dabbling in the battle raps and all that just having fun you know what i mean i understand how yeah. it is um what evolved you you know to make you go on the path that you're going now life like completely honest life um i was telling someone recently um the music that i make now is a direct reflection of me getting married and having a daughter okay the the conversation that I, my, my daughter's intelligent. My daughter, she's six years old. And because she's intelligent, she has Black questions. That, right, right. And she has questions that, if I'm honest, I only feel comfortable answering musically okay. and then cre- creating the music and then letting her hear it and then having a follow up conversation after the fact. Okay, okay. I like I like that. Black brains matter. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I mean, they do. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That, that I, I have a very smart co-host. You know what I mean? And, and I lived on the honor roll back in the day. So I understand. You know what I mean? I understand. It, it, it is all the time. Yeah. yeah we, we understand that black women's matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. That. Absolutely. Okay, T-Quest, talk to him. Really random. It's interesting when we look back at school, they was like, how can you stay on honor roll the whole time? I'm like, well, technically... They're teaching you everything. They're giving right. you all the answers. <laughs> you all just you have do to pay attention. Pay attention. <laughs> all, all you have to do is pay attention. But you know, as kids and children, depending, that's your time mm-hmm. to explore life. You know, you're still mm-hmm. learning a lot of things. You know, we're trying to soak everything up because as children, you're a sponge. You know, your attention span is a little different. So yes, all the answers was there, but a lot of people wasn't paying attention. But it is what it is. But I love let, the me, way. Let, me, let me let me follow up on that. Nowadays, I can't only imagine what the attention span is like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, all is oh. is crazy now. Yeah, Yo, back in the look. day, Shay Shay, what up, Chanel? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can only imagine what it was because because back when you know when I was coming up in school, we had school, so we just sat in school and we learned. Mm-hmm. We didn't have we didn't have little mini yeah, computers look. in our pockets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With, with everything in life going on you know what i mean so i I can only imagine what they have bro bro the yeah we respected the teachers you know i'm just gonna put that out there we respected our teachers as adults as teachers, as respectable people. (laughs) The reason i'm saying that because you see a lot of stuff online the kids look at um adults as a joke like you're my mama, you're my daddy, like, I don't oh, listen yeah. to you. It's it's very scary what's happening, and this is the next generation. They're growing yeah. up in such an important <laughs> generation because this is the world of technology. Yeah, technology, yeah. You know? yeah. It's a game yeah. So it's very scary, but that's yeah. why we need more parents like yourself Facts. that care yeah. about your offspring to bring her up properly. And I, and I appreciate that. Um, because 
I teach my daughter, I taught my daughter really early on, respect everybody. If you don't say thank you and please every time, you and I are going to have a, a separate conversation on the side. So manners are important. I'm, I'm, I'm your dad, I'm your friend, but there will be, you, you're an extension of me. So I expect you to act accordingly. I understand that. I understand that. Um, and when I was raising my youngest, that's one of the things um, I, I made sure some of the things that I learned, um, I, I made sure I instilled it in her. You know what I mean? She always, always was ahead of her class. You know what I mean? Always. You know what I'm saying? Um, they, they they in school, they teaching her um, one and two times tables. I'm up there. I'm like eight, nine. All right, you 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 know what the pattern is. You you learning the pattern. Now we're gonna apply them to other things. Mm-hmm. And and she was doing it. And, and I remember the, I I remember a point that, that one of the teachers, um, because they was on one and two times tables. And I'm like, mm-hmm. she's like, Dad, you told me this a long time ago at one of the right. uh, parent teachers right. meetings, right? And, and the teacher was like, Yeah. So I remember this. So the teacher said, Um. Okay, Jordan, what is eight times six? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's like forty eight. <laughs> She's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's like, okay. What is what is what is ten times twelve? And she's like 120. She said, that's easy, just add a zero. You know what I mean? She said, just right. add a zero. Boom. Right. Just add a zero. Right. No matter what it is. And she's like, yeah. Oh. And, and and the teacher looked at me. Did you used to be a teacher or something? No. <laughs> I didn't no. Used to be it's called being a parent. <laughs> right, right. But, so funny you say that, right? Um, I put my daughter, my wife and I, we put her in, in private school. And when when she first got in, they wanted to interview her. She was maybe like three. This was like right after COVID. I think COVID was still going on. It was, she was maybe like three or four. So they interview her and they see that she can read. And it wasn't like, uh, reading from memory, they were like, how long has she read this book? And I said, well, she just got it yesterday. She just reads well. So instantly they wanted her in. Fast forward a couple of weeks ago, one of her teachers is asking if I introduced her to multiplication because she picked up on it in kindergarten. Like there was a situation with like some blocks and it was, it, they could tell that I had introduced her to something that school hadn't introduced yet. And I said, well, I mean, if, if she's home, then I'm going to teach her. I don't expect her to know everything, but I will introduce it to her and see if she can retain it. See, I like that. Yeah, that's facts. That's right. Like that. you, you see, you know, I'm not forcing it upon you, but if you pick it up and you learn it, I'm not going to give you something that you're going to be sitting there upset. You know what I mean? The next time I'm trying right. to do something, now you have that whole... Um, memory of of learning, you know, bad. You know what I mean. Now when I try right, the next right, thing, right. you'll be like, "Nah, I remember the last time. I don't want to do yeah. this." You know what I mean. So no, I'm I'm going to you know gently introduce it to you, and if you mm-hmm. you know pick up on it, and if you're eager to learn more about that, then we shall build proceed. on it. That is that is talk to him. And something that you stated earlier that resonate with something I always say to a lot of our guests, when it comes to what we love and have a passion for, it usually stems from something that we use as our therapy. 
you know, mm. and I always used myself as a example growing up. Yes, I was a nerd, but I was a quiet child to myself. So music was my therapy. Music mm-hmm. was my outlet. I may didn't speak to you, but pass me a mic and a stage and it's about to go down. Right? Yeah, that part, that, part, <laughs> so that part right there. Exactly. So we have to find our safe haven. And for me, it was music. And it sounds like for you with the whole battling, it was music for you as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you'll hear me mention the whole cerebral palsy thing a lot because it, 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 it all stems from that in one way, shape or form. Um, mm-hmm. I was limited in what I could do physically. Like, of course, I played sports, but I like it wasn't something I could do regularly. Um, so there was this part of me that just wanted to it starts out as anger. Right. Like as you're, as you're coming up, it starts out as anger and then you try to express yourself. It's no, like you said, therapy. When you go to a therapy session, the first few sessions are extremely difficult until you can find a way to communicate what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. My entire life with music has been that, Mm -hmm. like even the project that I just put out, that's the project I've been trying to make my entire life, regardless of who heard it. Like that was the, it's me at my most comfortable, but I had to go through a lot to be comfortable, you know, you, and I don't think I find that without music. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I think that, that yeah, I think, I think that I found my voice listening to Rakim and Black Thought and Red Man and NWA and I'm a sponge, man. I, like watching Scarface's tiny desk was emotional for me. Like wow. <laughs> you know, you know, like it's I'm, I'm, I'm if it wasn't for music, I mean, hip hop aside, like Marvin Gaye, The Temptations, like music helped me find who I am. Absolutely, absolutely. You mentioned all of Neil's friends, but um, that means you really <laughs> love music because not trying to throw any shade towards a new generation, but when we were all growing up, music was deeper, so it felt different. You know what I yeah. mean? And it um, we received it in a different way. So when you mentioned certain people get you through, like I related to this person, they got me through this, it got me through that. We had a different variety a bigger variety of people that we can connect to and listen to Mm -hmm. back then nowadays it's a little bit more well then again maybe they all really are just the same i don't know (laughs) you know you know what it is you know you know what i know what i think it is not to cut you off i apologize but you know what i think it is i think it's the times that we're living in Mm. i can only speak from for me right but when i was coming up there was a lot of searching for self-awareness not just with myself but with public enemy with nwa with you know nas and jay and tupac and you know all these artists who are just trying to find their way in a society that's not accepting of them and i i don't i can't speak for the for the new generation um they have their own struggles so i embrace that generation as much as i embrace everything else I'm not as I'm a little bit more skeptical about some of the newer acts, but I don't talk down on them because that generation has their own thing that they're working on. But yeah, they, there there was a do. lot of yeah, but substance, mm-hmm. substance is so important. Substance and content. 
Absolutely. And I'm here for the music with substance. And like you said, this is their generation. This is their time. But their time scares me because just speaking upon the recent hip-hop and R&B, it's a very dark cloud I see over the majority of the music. And if this is how they're all relating to one another and this is how they all feel, it saddens me. Because there's so yeah. much more to life that they're not experiencing or understanding. So, like, I'm I'm sad for um, some of the generation. Cause I know it's not everyone, but this is the part that's being highlighted the most. So, mm. this is how I'm viewing you because I'm not around them on a day-to-day basis. But I see yeah. you on a day-to-day basis on social media, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, I want to talk about what you have going on now. Because you have a catalog. <laughs> and um, <laughs> talk to me about this writing journey, where you started when you first started recording to now. Because I know as a writer, we always progress because as life is lifing, we always have new things to write about. <laughs> it's, it, so I'll be completely honest. Please. if you If you heard me... When I first started, I was terrible. Okay. Not terrible, not terrible, terrible. But like I when I compare when I compare my music now to the first project I ever put out, mm-hmm. I can't listen to it because I'm I'm not there anymore. I get that. Like like when I first started, it was very aggressive. It was very aggressive because I had a chip on my shoulder, mm-hmm. and because of the disability thing and i hate using that term but let's call it what it is because of the disability a lot of my music was angry um and then of course being a black man you the things you see it's hard to channel those emotions without voicing the anger and the frustration um my the birth of my daughter totally changed my outlook and that was when I first put out, um, and I had completely, I had stopped writing and everything. Like I completely walked away from music because I was getting older and I was like, eh, nobody wants to get here, you know, X amount of age and eh, I'm cool. But then my daughter comes and suddenly the gears start turning and it started with me just making a song for her, like just thankful for her existence. And the song was called Ray of Light. And it was about her whole, like the whole journey of my wife's pregnancy, which she went through, how I felt when my daughter was here, what I hoped for her in the future. Yeah. But then I started building on that. Like how, how, how do I want her to view the world? And I built a whole project about how I view the world as it is. And she's a little girl. Mm-hmm. And, as she gets older, she starts having more conversations with me and she has questions about my cerebral palsy. So then it becomes, okay, now we need to have that conversation. But that's a very layered conversation. So who I am now is not who I was when I first started making music. It was very, you will respect me early on. It's it's that Napoleon complex, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's me completely comfortable with who I am, having no care in the world about public perception or who perceives my music any type of way. I'm making it often. I don't know if you've heard the project, but the project is extremely personal. It's almost dark, right? 
in terms of mood, but mm-hmm. it's it's the most fun I've ever had because it was the most freeing project. Mm. Like like it was. Like that. I feel so. I feel so free after releasing that project. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally understand that, and it's just like reminding me of so much of myself. I'm like, I became more free once I finally let my guard down build up my confidence try to ignore all the insecurities like look i'm here i'm a great person and people need to see it more but i have to get out my own way and stop Mm -hmm. allowing my um insecurities to take over my life because i have to live my life and soon as i did that people was like who are you (laughs) where's where has this been exactly so it's it's a beautiful feeling and if you can express that in your music, especially on your musical journey, it's like, yes, I'm still an artist, but I'm not that artist because I'm not in that place anymore. You know, I know I tell a lot of people music is timeless, you know, so if you are, if you really have a true passion for this, you can take days, months, years off. And then come back mm. like you never left because now you're a new person. Who am I today? What I want to write about now? Right. What's in my heart now that I want to express right. to the people? And it may be a little dark, but if this is how I feel or this is the story I want to tell, trust me, it's going to resonate with a lot of people. And speaking of yeah. that, um, talk to me about a song that you have written and recorded, possibly performed, that someone came up to you and was like, I heard your song and that touched me because I can relate to it. <laughs> so there are a few of those for me. Yeah. Um, there's a record um, called Hearsay. And this was on my first project uh, that I released like publicly. And it was about um, the perception of me as a rapper based on how people see me who don't know me. Mm-hmm. And the last verse was basically my rebuttal. So I performed that live a few times and every time it would get a reaction of like, I didn't know that someone in your condition could do what you're doing and do it so well. Again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. These, This is verbatim what's been told to me. I understand. And and there was a record. Well, somebody heard the record recently. Somebody I didn't even know. Like they heard my project from somebody else, and they suffer from I, I think they think it's said uh, Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "If you if you knew how much listening to your project made me feel better about what I'm dealing with," and it's. That was the reason I put the project out because I easily, I really thought about like, eh, let me just make it and it'll be just for me and my daughter. But I was like, what if it, what if it helps somebody? Mm-hmm. What if it, what if it helps somebody? And ju- just to get that validation of like, hey, yes, this did help. That mm-hmm. uh, it made me feel like I did the right thing. It made me feel like putting the project out was, was worth it. I love that. I love that because, of course, we do our music, most of us, for ourselves, Mm. you know, and then close ones. But there's nothing like putting music out there and touching the lives of strangers. Could I ask um, 
a way we communicate with one another, you know, is through the music. So that's definitely a beautiful thing. And I love to hear stories like that. Now, as you can tell, Nina, myself is all about visuals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. do you have any visuals or performances? Or um, so I did a, I just did a lyric video for, uh, CP act one. That's a single from the new project, and it's called CP Act One because on the album there are three interludes. The first act is my mother giving birth to me and what that struggle was like for her, and then what led to my childhood up till maybe like age four or five. Mm-hmm. Act two was my adolescent years. Act three is fatherhood and marriage and how my CP played a part in all of that. So act one has a lyric video now. Um, There's a video with my brothers, uh, Rob Stashes and Jimmy Bones, uh, the Wyatt family. I'm a wrestling fan, so the the Wyatt family was a a reference to wrestling. Um, And and that one is just, it's just a bar fest. You know, we had we had some fun. Shout out to my man Dre Flow. He produces ninety five percent of my music. I remember uh, so, he must so, be a nice producer. <laughs> so, so me and so me and Dre Flow have history. Like we literally went to high school together. And to let Dre tell it, he'll tell you he started making music because of me. Mm-hmm. To let me tell it, I started putting out albums because of him. So he's very much the premiere to my guru, the Dre to my Snoop. Like, mm-hmm. so any anything that I've done that I have a visual for is either produced by him or uh, DJ Fest, who's a, a producer out of Seattle. Okay. So, I, okay. so I, um, you know, you know, maybe I'll send, I'll send you a couple videos. Like after we, you know, after we get out of this, I'll send you a DM or okay. something. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you broke that down because I have to be honest. When mm-hmm. I saw the title of the song, I was like, is this a typo? Because I just saw letters. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> What's the so, show at first? Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, CP, Cerebral Palsy, Act 1, My Childhood. Mm-hmm. It's called it's called View Source. Like all, so all of the acts I wrote as if it was computer code. View mm-hmm. source is computer code ter- uh, terminology. Um, mm-hmm. Act two is Colonel Panic. Colonel Panic is community, computer technology uh, terminology for an internal error. Mm-hmm. So every so the CP acts are written very meticulously for the reason that they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. But yes, yeah, so, yeah. The CP stands for cerebral palsy. Well, I, I get it now, but in that yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But, you know, you have listeners, so now I got to explain it. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate that for sure. I appreciate that. Because, yeah. you know, working in the DJ world, the radio world, we always talk about metadata. So <laughs> right, <laughs> we want right, to make right. sure it's done properly. So it's yeah. definitely a great thing to so always know the backstory to have a clearer yeah. understanding. Now, with you having multiple projects out has it been working for you as far as people um receiving the music that you're doing do they encourage you to write even more music like how's that journey been since putting out your first project 
it's funny, right? Because <laughs> you know how it is. When you're in the music business, you have a lot of music friends who want to see you continue to do it. And then you kind of wonder, but is it worth it? Is it worth my time? Is it worth the money? Is it worth stepping away from the family for a couple hours or a couple days or a couple weeks if you're doing something big? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And my biggest supporter probably outside of like my rapper friends and my DJ mm -hmm. friends has been my wife. My wife has always been the one to say, hey, like keep keep doing it because it helps. So then when you hear something from somebody that maybe just kind of stumbled across your music and says, hey, this this it really helped. Um I feel like I've been getting that more so recently since I started the whole White Rose series. Um, mm -hmm. People have kind of come across the music a lot more. Um, I think it all started with the Wyatt Family video. I think the visual for the Wyatt Family video kind of, for some reason, it, it kind of took off. Um, and I think I think that kind of helped. So the more the more that I kind of trusted my vision, the more I was hearing from people saying, hey, keep going. Absolutely. I love that. It's kind of like the balance. The people want you to keep going, but as long as you yourself still have the passion and want to keep going, that makes it even better because um, I, I know this poet who has cerebral palsy and he's always talking about his condition online and bringing awareness to it, especially for a cerebral palsy mm -hmm. month, you know, and he's mm -hmm. out there. He does the open mics. He does the slams. He does what he has to do. He's still creates and he's now has written four poetry books in the last couple of years so he's like doing it awesome. you know what i'm saying and i love that because yes we all have like i said we all have a different journey and we all go through different things but we're still here all for a reason and we can't allow things to hinder us a hundred percent there's always something that we can do you know yeah absolutely and um i think it's a beautiful thing what you're doing and I can't wait to, you know, get into um, the music and stuff. So, yeah, and, um, I know the CP stuff is kind of heavy, so I'll make sure I'll send you a couple records that have nothing to do with that. So, <laughs> I'm glad you <laughs> yeah, said no, it. <laughs> no, 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 listen, 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 listen. So, I, I'm aware of how you stumbled across the project, and of course that's the core of the project but there's so much more what I, what i tried to do was the cp stuff it's it's 13 songs on there the okay. cp stuff is only three around those three songs are it's a lot of introspection but it's a even the stuff that's more radio friendly has introspection in it so i tried to keep it balanced so i'll send you i'll, I'll send you a couple records that okay. are specifically a little more radio friendly, but I wanted to I wanted to push that I want I wanted to push what I push because it's the core of the project. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely understand. That's the whole thing about doing interviews and radio runs. You either can just go on in with the radio track, or you can sit down, have a conversation, build a relationship, mm -hmm. make us curious about more of your music check this song out you know and then let us be aware that there's way more and there's something else that may fit like the platform and everything so i'm here for yeah. all of that you know what i'm saying 
I got you. DJ. What is that? Come on, DJ, DJ. Yeah, I can do it like that. You know what I'm saying? DJ, talk to me about the right white rules um, project you was talking about. You know what I mean? T- tell me about that. Okay, so um, the White Rose Project is a series of albums that I've done that are directly inspired by a few things, and it started with my daughter. And the reason I named it the White Rose Project is because white roses represent purity and innocence. Um, so because she was the catalyst for the project, um, I kind of went that way. So the first one, which I released in 2020, um, she was maybe two and a half years old when I released it. And it's very much um, a love letter to her and what I want for her and how I want her to see society, how I want her to be aware of what's going on around her. Um and then the second project is mainly just me explaining to her what CP was like for me and how that affected things, but how I never let it hold me down. Like there's a, there's a record on there called Shooting Stars and Mach Fives, and for for people who you know might be into anime, it's a Speed Racer reference. Speed Racer was an anime from the '60s that my dad absolutely adored. So it was like an homage to my dad. It was an homage to my childhood. Um, But the song was about just surpassing your limitations. Like, I don't reference my CP in that song at all. That was just me generally speaking about how we as Black people um, just need to get past certain hurdles that we have in our environment. And, you know, and the, the hook says something to the effect of like, shoot for the stars until the bullets come back to the ground because only thing that's promised is only thing that promised in life is death. So until then, shoot for the stars until the bullets come back to the ground. So it's it's one of those things where I want her. I, if nobody else hears it, I wanted my daughter to hear it and be like, you know what, my dad was a fighter, and he inspired me to do the same. I like that. That man deep. <laughs> yeah, I like that, man. I like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right, introduce your song now um, so we can get that on for the folks to hear it, and then we'll um, converse about that after that. All right. All right. All right. So the song that I believe you guys have is CP Act 1 View Source, which is the first act of my cp trilogy it's basically just telling the beginning of my story as far as dealing with cerebral palsy and things like that all right my daddy has cerebral palsy that means it's hard for him to walk and his muscles are weak at times but my daddy is not weak my dad is and he taught me to be even stronger. This is his story. I love 
February 13th. My brothers know the year. Shut out the womb like a bullet. The God is here. But the devil tried to stop my growth. Prematurely made my approach. On the day mom's water broke, umbilical cord around my throat. Strangled until the point of stroke. Hold on to hope that I make it through. Pounds at birth, barely two. Newborn inside the ICU. Black baby with a birth defect. You guessed it, misdiagnosed. Lies told to pacify my folks. Docs told it the truth misspoke. Just to take my first step, I'd have to go under the knife. Not once but twice. Struggling just to have a life. Cast on both legs. How could you walk in my shoes? I could barely walk in my own. Don't talk to me about paying dues. First steps didn't come to form. Here on the Tiqua Show with DJ El Nino. <clears throat> that's that's too that's a little deep. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Yeah, that that, that was a deep song. Um and I'm kinda glad I played the lyric video because it had um it it sunk in a little little, little more, you know, reading mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? Like I can actually feel mm-hmm. um feel a little more what what you was going through. You know what I mean? Got my man Tyrone up there. Um, said he's having CP myself. I understand exactly what this is. You know what I mean? Hey. Explain, explain to someone, um, a layperson. You know what? What are the daily things or things that that you have to go through that that you know someone else would not have to? So, uh, shout out to Tyrone. Um, he, he could probably tell you too. It's layers to it everybody's version of CP is completely different, right? Okay. There are people, there are people who have it, who, who have no mobility whatsoever. There are people who have it where they, you only notice a slight limp. There are people who have the limp and chronic pain. That's kind of what I deal with. It's a, it's a muscle thing. It's a muscle thing. Um, so your range of motion is limited. 
And unless you can go to therapy constantly, and it's a constant fight. Um, but in most cases, it doesn't limit your brain. You know, like your mobility is off. There might be some motor skills that are kind of off, but it doesn't negate your ability to think in most cases. So that's why I took to music. That's why I took to writing. I think that if I didn't take the music, I probably would have been a poet or, I mean, I'm a poet because I rap, but you know what I mean? Like a writing books of poetry or I would have been an author or something like All that. All rapping poetry, e- no, let me stop. No, 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 no right, right. But I'm you know sorry. what I mean? No, 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 because yeah, I feel you. Yeah, but, um, but no, um, I would have, I would have taken to some kind of writing because writing came easy to me. Okay, so so that that's something that you were, you basically you was born with that, so you've been dealing with that in your entire life, basically. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know anything different. Um, I had to go in the song. You hear me say I had to go under the knife twice. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that was because like my hamstrings. In order, I didn't take my first steps till I was four. Like I had to get wow. hamstring lengthening surgery. Um twice and i had to like sit in leg cast right for a period of time and let my father tell it he was like you were in the hospital so long that i just i stayed with you like i like i i made a bed and stayed with you so i know then and it was understand and it was, right and it was one of those things where it went misdiagnosed because at the time of course uh, medicine has gotten a little better or a lot better if i'm being honest but um when I was born, it was one of those things that went misdiagnosed. They only figured it out because I was missing milestones. Like, you know how when your kids are growing up, there are milestones they expect you to reach. And I wasn't reaching them. So that's how that's how the diagnosis came into play. Well, well, I'll say this. You you, you sound like you're fortunate um, to have been able to get that surgery. You know what I mean? You was, you know, yeah, people absolutely. were in place to actually, you know, put you somewhere where you can get that done. Because I know I know some people who who probably would would not have gotten that and would have been, you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. and that's why I, and that's why I actually say in that record, hey, it's kids that had it worse. So I never really wanted pity. Like I'm, I am very grateful, and I don't. Not a day goes by that I'm not thankful for the life that I have. That's just like I'm not complaining. Right. I'm not complaining about anything that I've gone through. It's just a hurdle. It's my story. Like, and I, you know, it's just one of those things that it took me a while to understand my own story. Got you. And so I tell me what, what outside music um, brings joy to you. Uh, outside of your family. I don't know that. That's your yeah. daughter. That's your wife. Uh, All right. Uh, photography. I, I, Talk lo- to I, lo- I, I love doing photography. So where music is internal expression for me photography allows me to just be in the moment externally just enjoy the beauty that is right in front of you oh thank um, you that's what we do <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are you are so welcome that's <laughs> no. what we do <laughs> Please continue. Hey, no, I'll, no, I'll play. No, I'll play along. I'll play along. I'm, I'm with you. Um, yeah, photography is one. Um, 
I love I love reading. I I have a library at home. Um, I, lo- I, lo- I love reading. I love I love all sports. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Like huge wrestling fan. I try to current wrestling fan. Wrestling. What, what you watching on oh. wrestling? I haven't, I haven't watched wrestling about since 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 Austin three sixteen. Oh you know wow, what I mean? <laughs> that's back when oh. I paid attention. <laughs> no, so so my father. And I'm going to age myself a little bit, but, you know, we're here. Um, my father was a huge wrestling fan. So we went to wrestling events when I was a kid. So okay. everybody from Ric Flair to The Undertaker to Randy Savage. I was a huge Randy Savage fan. Okay. I met Randy Savage when I was nine years old. My pop took me out of school because he was in Cherry Hill Mall in Jersey. And my okay. pop was like, no, you're not. My pop was like, you're not going to school today. And I'm like, why? He was like, Randy okay. Savage in Jersey. We're going to see him. Oh, all right, bet. <laughs> um, okay. So Austin, The Rock, I was, I was really into that too. Then I kind of fell away from it for a little bit, and I got back into it. So like, I'm currently watching it now because um, they highlight a lot of black female wrestlers. Okay. And That's good. My and then you know my daughter notices it and she she just loves seeing people that look like her on tv so they, it's, yeah, a, it's that, a thing that now true. it's, that a, it's, true. it's, that it's true. a thing now that is true that is true I'm, I'm gonna give you some insight now this goes back it may have been that same year that that um you went to go see um you skip school yeah yeah it may have been, it may have been well, the, it was one it was one day <laughs> yeah, no i understand that I understand that but back but back then um in atlantic city um, I think Atlantic City had the first two WrestleManias, um, if, if I if I remember correctly. I think I think the, the first, first two thing. WrestleManias were. Yeah, was I remember. For, for, I know four and five. Yeah, So I know I know two were in Atlantic City, and I know I went to both of them. Where, wherever it was, whatever years it was, I know I went I to both of them. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I went, I went to both. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry about it. I know exactly what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went to both of them. Um, but but the thing is, when when I got older, I was a um, dealer in the casinos in Lang City, right? Okay. Um, and and I was good, and I was I got to be putting the in the high roller pit, right? Okay. Um, and Hulk Hogan was one of my was was somebody that was there. You know what I mean? That was um, one of the patrons, and I'm sitting there dealing. And he, he's he's in his bag, you know. He's he's in right. his bag. Hit me, you know, you know all that. He's in his bag. Uh, Hit me, brother. Right. Yeah, all that. All, yeah, come on, brother. Boom. <laughs> and, and, ah, he was in his bag. He was, he was he was also drinking though, you know what I mean. He's also he's like you. you like, he's like yeah, you like wrestling. I'm like yeah, I, I watch wrestling. I watch it all the time. Um, but he told me something. And if there was a TMZ back then. Um, I would have got paid a little bit. He said he told me, and you know, and the rest of the people that was around the table, he told me. He said, he said, he said, you like Macho Man? I said, yeah, Macho Man is cool. He said he about to be the champ. I said, what? He said he's about to be the champ. I'm about to go make a movie. As he told me, he said I'm about to go make a movie. Macho Man is gonna be the champ while I'm going. I'm like, oh wait a minute now. So so I'm telling all my enough. I'm telling my I'm telling my friends this. I'm telling my friends this. I'm like, yo, Macho Man about to be the champ. Um Hawk's going to make a movie. They like ain't making no damn movie. And nobody believed me. Then they saw a commercial for the movie. Then they like, oh and then Macho Man now all sudden 
Yeah, now all of a sudden Macho Man is the champ. They're like, oh, damn. How did you – nobody they, – now they knew, I, you know, he was one of the patrons at the table. But they was like, he wouldn't tell you that. No, he was drinking a little bit. And he told told some things that he probably – yeah, you probably shouldn't have told that, but um, are you supposed to be telling the story? I mean, I mean, it's it's, it's yeah, it happened back in that. Yeah, no, 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 that was that was 1988. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And oh, Hawk, way before my time. Yeah, and Hawkton got in trouble for some things too since then. So, him and him and Vince. Yeah, yeah, and Vince. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WWE stand for some some else. Some some wild, yeah. wicked. <laughs> Yeah, the wild, wicked events. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. Be careful with that. Be careful with that. Yeah. So speaking of the female wrestlers, <laughs> love them. That's love that's them. when They're I started awesome. to get into it more. Yeah, I knew of wrestlers. You know, like you said, Hulk Hogan, and and I watched his reality show, and then The Rock, and then of course when they had Total Divas. You know, with the female wow. wrestlers, I, I, was, I definitely watched that and the Bella yeah. Twins and all that. So that was my moment. That was my wrestling moment. Was that reality show? Yeah. Yes. Okay. No judgment. It just shows you how much wrestling is a part of the culture. Facts. Yeah, yeah. That, that is real. That that is real. I, yeah, I haven't been to or even watched an event for uh, a long time. Probably about 10, 15 yeah. years since I last seen. Wow. No, I, I understand. A, a, so they they hit a they hit a rough spot where it was it was dry. It was dry, right. um, and then it kind of picked back up. And I would always just kind of like check on it, like, hey, what they doing? And then right. eventually I got back in. Eventually I just got back into it. And then mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad I did because it, um it allowed me to have a full circle moment with my pop. Uh, there you go. There last you go. year, last year. Um, Raw Monday Night Raw had their 30th anniversary, so I bought him floor seats and we went. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. It was the first time we had gone since I was a kid. Good, good. I'm, I'm, I'm sound like y'all enjoyed that. I'm, I'm glad you was able to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you was yeah. able to do that. Yeah, that, yeah, that was dope. All right, there you go. There um, you go. Talk to him, Chris. I'm a little sad. A little sad, you oh, but it's that time of the show. No says that time of the show. Oh, boo. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're always welcome to come back. You know, but it is that time. So what we're gonna do is highlight you, and this is your moment to talk to your potential fan supporters, whatever. This is your moment. You say whatever you want to say to them. Words of wisdom. A little bit more about what you're doing with your music. Whatever you want to do, this is your moment. And then before you end it, make sure you let the people know how they can follow you and keep up with you as well, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, first, I want to thank uh, T-Quest and DJ El Nino for having me on here. I always want to start with that. I'm just grateful for having the time and you giving your time to me. I appreciate that genuinely. For anybody that is watching this interview, just know that um, you you often hear people say like, oh, I miss when hip hop was hip hop. I miss when people had content. I miss when people were doing more than just degrading women or, you know, whatever. My music isn't like that. Um, I, I, I won't say that I'm the best MC in the world, but my story and my content and my love for this culture will not allow me to put out bad music. 
Um, as somebody from Philadelphia, um, it is in my core to give you the best music that I possibly can. And if you give you, you know, if you give me the time, then definitely know it's appreciated and it will be well worth it. While Dill Squad is in the building, again, my name is Azriel DiCaprio. There it is. Tell them where they can find you at, man. On uh, all social media platforms, A-Z-R-A-E-L-D-I-C-A-P-R-I-O, across all platforms, IG, Twitter, TikTok. What do they call Twitter now? X? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Elon Musk. Too many of them things, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't type in too many X's. Don't type in too many. You don't know what's going to pop up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You lose your job if you, if you type in too many of them things. Yeah. I was just going to Twitter. Okay. Nah, now you on. <laughs> Let me ask you a random question before we get out of here. What you got? Did you watch the Titanic? Of course I watched the Titanic. How did you feel about you know what at the end? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they could have... They could have at least alternated. Like you just gonna let my man sit in the water the whole time. Thank you, thank you. I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. Well, I didn't see the Titanic. <laughs> I didn't see that movie. Now, I, mean, I don't know. So, so what? So what happened? The lady, lady just, lady just. What? What happened? Talk to, talk to us, uh, folks who haven't watched that. All right, so the real story of the Titanic is, you know, the boat hits an iceberg. It was the largest boat at the time. Um, hits an iceberg. It wasn't built to, to be secure in that type of situation, so the boat sunk. Of course, the movie is a little bit more glamorized and romanticized. So while the boat is sinking, uh, the two main characters, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and what's the girl's name? I can't remember. Let's do the uh, characters Rose and Jack. Yeah, Rose and Jack. Leonardo DiCaprio is Jack and Kate Winslet, I think, is Rose. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they are trying to stay alive while the boat is sinking. They find a like a door or a cabinet, mm-hmm. something, and Jack allows Rose to stay on the door while he's in freezing cold water. So he ends up freezing to death while she survives. And the argument amongst people who have seen that movie is, she couldn't have alternated you know like maybe they both could have survived if you didn't let him stay in the water for x amount of time i feel you feel talk to me because we all know it's a movie and everything you know but it's still based on real life there was other pieces of the boat floating in the water i saw could have found another piece for him to sit on i know i know i know by the same time there's other pieces in the water. Lisa, find a piece for him to sit on, to be on something. But yes, that part is very sad to this day. Like the day I saw the Titanic, I couldn't even cut the lights off. I was so scared. Not oh. because I was scared, scared, because I was just sad. You said, you know what and I'm saying? Me, and me, because I'm, because I'm that dude. Was was Rose singing to him while while he was on there? No, she was just like Jack because no, she heard the no. people coming. See, she wants to sing. She wants to say, "Hit the road, Jack." You know what? Don't you come back See, no I more. Mean, <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. See, I'm saying, singing hit the road, Jack. Singing hit the road, Jack. But somebody that's frozen is terrible. <laughs> oh, it's, it's crazy. I would love for us to watch the movie, but Nino's not going to watch the whole yeah, three-hour movie. Not that. Not that. Maybe we'll watch no, the ending. We'll do the ending. 
Yeah, we'll do the ending. Uh, uh, right, maybe we can watch this. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can do that. De- definitely right. watch the ending when the bull when the bull fell off the pipe and smacked the blade and it made that funny sound for no reason. That whole thing. The whole thing is sad with the kids, okay. the, right. the old right. people. We just gonna I, watch the ending. Alright, I watched the ending. We watch yeah. the ending. I watched yeah. the ending. I, I I agree to watch the ending. You know what I mean? I know <laughs> how it ended, you know what I mean? I know, you know, but but I watched the mm-hmm. ending just just because. I because of y'all. Because I, I have no Oh, thank you. You're I'm, so kind that, to that us. Is. That, that's what it is. You got that. All right. <laughs> This is my man Azrael DiCaprio. You know what I mean. Um, so support um, good art out there. You know what I mean. Um, not, not just delivering hip hop, but delivering it. You know, with a message. You know what I mean. Because I learned some things, and and it's always good. You know, yeah. it's always good when you learn some things, um, when you learn other perspectives, and when you learn what other people are, are having to go through and deal with. So, mm-hmm. so you you may learn something. You know what I mean. And he has other tracks on there too. So so remember, um, go out there and listen to it. at least at least stream it or check it out. My man's Azrael DiCaprio on all social media. Smart man, he's not Azrael underscore um, five six. At yeah, he's not none of those things. He's not none of those. You know what I mean? Azrael DiCaprio. Um, A Z R A E L D I C A P R I O. I see. I even spelled it. He spelled it. I spelled it too. Hopefully I didn't spell it wrong. No, you know what I mean? You're on somebody else's I was, site. You got it right. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was spell checking you. You good? You good? Okay. So uh, did I. Everybody spell checking me. See, see, there you go. There you go. See, I can read. That's that's what else. You know what I mean? You're so proud. There it is. There it is. There it is. Baby there steps. Baby steps. I'm trying. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. See, and even in the story, see, I learned about your baby steps. They came four years later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See that? See, see that? Exactly. See, that? <laughs> yeah, see that? See, I learned that. You know what I mean? Talk to him, T-Quest. Oh, thank you so much. But yes, um, AD, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Um, like he said, we love to learn new things, not just about the people, just <clears throat> in general. We love the soak in knowledge, you know, so I definitely learned a few things and you inspired me today. You know, you definitely inspire me and that's always a beautiful thing. So make sure you stay in contact. Yeah, send, send some of them other tracks as well. You know what I mean? Cause, no, cause I, got, we, I got you. Yeah, we on, we on several stations. So send us, you know what I mean? Send yeah, us. we out here. Facts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts. There it is. Yeah, we on we on yeah, we on several stations and we have several people that connect with us. So send us, you know what I mean? Send us some tracks. Um so we can you. get some light showing on these things for you. All right. I got you. I'll um I'll hit y'all after this. Okay, there that works. All right, let's talk to him. All right. You guys know you can follow me. Your favorite at TQuest GLM on all social media platforms. And do not forget to download your TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your app store. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yeah, you follow me at DJ Elena. Yeah, no, she's, she's crazy. You say I'm great? Thank you. Yeah, something like that. That's what I said. Don't listen to the playback because you might hear something else. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is this all? I'm, 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 no, I got just, no. Y'all gotta let me come back just to, just for the giggles. Yeah, yeah, Yo, man. we we lit. We gonna have some more shows um, with different topics and stuff. So we're gonna do a calendar, and you pick your topic. Absolutely, we go join, and we have some fun. Facts. 
All Facts. Right, yeah. Good, yeah. I'll be in touch. All right. Yeah, this has been fun. Until next time, we'll see you at DJ Il Nino on all social media sites that I care about. All right. The T-Quest Show with DJ El Nino Relatable, formative, yet entertaining If you think you can handle being a guest on the show Contact us today We've interviewed independent artists to mainstream Regular folks to celebrities You never know who's gonna be our special guest And one day it may just be you Follow us on all social media platforms At T-Quest GLM and DJ El Nino El Nino. Nino.